podcast. I am your host, Cosmic Waters. May my words inspire you and remind you to remain true to you as you walk authentically in your truth, dripping self-love and unapologetically choosing Hello, Naked Truthers. Welcome back. So, the episode um, about the forbidden fruits, I'm going to postpone it for a couple days. Some things came up with my guest speaker, so we had to shift things around. However, I am excited to dive into this topic that I have for y'all today. So, For those of you that don't know, I did start a blog back in 2018, and I wrote about men crying, right? And I even conducted uh, a mini survey. I had, like, I think 12 men and 12 women, you know, answer the same questions because I wanted both perspectives. And I wanted quite a bit of um, different perspectives. And so it was kind of like a research paper. It was really, really cool. And something told me to click on my blog and and see what was there. Because I was like, hmm, what am I going to talk about in this moment? And I had quite a few things come up. But when I went to my blog, I was like, this is it. This is the conversation that needs to be had these are the thoughts that need to be provoked and it's also interesting to go back to 2018 and see and read my own thoughts on this particular topic as it is now what four years later and I have grown so much and my mindset has indeed shifted on certain things so what I'm going to do is read what I actually wrote from my blog And then I'm going to chime in on if I still feel the same way now compared to what I initially wrote four years ago. Okay. And for those of you wondering, my blog is called She's Naturally Dope as Fuck. However, I haven't updated it in a good year or two because I no longer have the laptop that I did when I created it. Um, It wasn't mine. Somebody was allowing me to borrow it. And I no longer have one. And I haven't bought another one. And so trying to update a blog from a mobile device is a bit of a headache when it comes to the um, website creation itself. You literally need a laptop. And that's not an excuse. You really do. (laughs) To see certain things better. So I'm in the process of uh, manifesting a laptop. I'm not sure how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen, but I'm going to give me one. (laughs) I'm going to give me one. Maybe it's somebody out there listening right now that's like, you know what? I want to donate a laptop to her. Or you know what? I'm going to donate to her podcast and help her get this laptop. Never know. So I'm just putting that out there. But (laughs) let's get in to the juiciness okay so I titled this does crying really make a man weak or is society just full of 
shit. <laughs> so, let's get into it. Is a man expressing himself really a sign of weakness? Or is this just something we were all programmed to believe at a young age? I find it interesting that society would deem this as a weakness and not a strength. Showing emotion and being vulnerable takes a great deal of courage, especially for a man who is taught to be Mr. Tough Guy. This has been a topic I've always wondered about, one I have yet to fully understand, and definitely one I don't agree with. I was curious to see what other people's thoughts and feelings on this particular subject would be, so I conducted two surveys via social media, one for women and one for men. I have to say, the women were more willing to respond to my questions than the men were, which didn't surprise me. It took a little bit more work for me to receive answers from the guys, but I really wanted to see what a man's take on crying was, and if living with this double standard has had an effect on their life, so it was definitely worth it. Even though this question revolves around men, I felt it was important to get the opinions of women as well to see what side of the spectrum they were on. So before I share my findings with you, I will tell you my thoughts on men crying and how I feel society is so full of shit. (laughs) I see crying as a way to cleanse the soul and release what we feel inside as we heal our inner wounds. Sometimes there are no words to express exactly what it is you're feeling deep within, and other times you really just don't want to speak on it. For me, my tears tell the stories my lips can't speak and my pen can't write. Not only does crying keep me sane and make me feel better, it helps me see things clearly once I have purged my emotions. I have much respect for men who are comfortable with being vulnerable despite what society has told them or what their friends and family has conditioned them to believe. Being able to open up, recognize how you feel, express it, and not feel ashamed or weak is a sign of pure strength, courage, and authenticity. You have a sense of self-awareness and understanding with yourself that it's okay to feel how you feel and allow your tears to flow. It shows that you're in tune with your body, your emotions, and your feelings. This is a double standard that I can only hope to bring awareness to so that it doesn't continue to happen for our younger generations. Yet, it seems to be a never-ending cycle that starts in the home with the parents and the family. You ever notice how when babies cry, we shush them? We get frustrated if they cry too much or for too long, and all we really want them to do is be quiet crazy part is that's the language of their soul at that age it's the only way they know how to communicate with us to tell us what's wrong or ask for what they need or want as they get older it only gets worse as they're told to shut up and be quiet stop crying before i give you something to cry about as if they don't already have a reason why they're actually crying or they're told not to cry period they're even told what they should and shouldn't cry over and then have fear instilled in them for crying over such things all that does is tell them that crying is bad having emotions and feelings is bad and expressing themselves through tears is a bad thing to do so they grow up with negative feelings toward crying and expressing themselves they feel ashamed and like they'll be judged if they shed a tear so what do they do 
hold it all in, or express it through anger. They learn to suppress their feelings and hold back their tears. Now they're walking around judging those that do cry if they don't feel the reason is legitimate, but according to whose standards. What's important to me may not be important to you, and what touches my heart may not touch yours. So who's to say what's okay and not okay to cry over? I'm not saying this makes anyone a bad parent for the simple fact that this is all they know. Beliefs and habits get passed down generation after generation, and it becomes the norm, so we don't tend to realize the damage or trauma we may be causing. This is worse for little boys, as they're told little boys don't cry or big boys don't cry. Some are even told they're acting like a girl and to stop being a punk. Of course, that lingo changes as they get older. They're told they're acting like a pussy or a bitch, and their manhood is questioned, as if crying instantly emasculates them in some way. Women play a part in this criticism as well. Some are quick to judge men for shedding a tear, calling them a bitch-ass nigga, and telling them they're weak and to man up. The same goes for their homies, or just other men in general. It seems as if everyone is so quick to judge a man for his tears. So to avoid being ridiculed, bullied, or feeling like they're less of a man, some men tend to put on a front or a macho man persona. They feel they have to be the tough guy, the strong one, and they're powerless if if they cry, when in fact, true power lies in vulnerability. You know what I find funny? How men are judged for crying or having feelings at all, yet when they become cold and detached or unemotional, they are judged for that as well. It's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean, make up your mind, society. Do you want men to cry or not? Do you want men to be emotional or cold-hearted? You can't possibly expect both. How was a man supposed to be or act in a way he was always told not to or was never taught how to? How can you expect a man to be sensitive or express his feelings when he was taught or forced to hold them in and that they should be suppressed? That if he showed any sign of emotion, he would automatically be seen as weak or less of a man. There seems to be this idea that men cannot be strong and manly and have a sensitive side as well. It's almost as if we have left the sensitive emotional stuff to women and expect men to be this version of strong that doesn't exist. Even that causes issues because women are often told they're too emotional or too sensitive and it's like, really? Does anyone know what they want? Does anyone have a mind of their own anymore and can actually think for themselves and not set standards for people to live up to based off of so-called societal norms? I can't help but wonder how many men are walking around with so much pent-up anger from years of suppressed emotions? How many ticking time bombs are there out there? How many men are suffering from childhood trauma, carrying around multiple suitcases of baggage waiting to be unpacked? How many men have turned to violence or some form of aggression to release their emotions? Why is it that we expect men to just be okay or to just suck it up and deal with whatever it is they're faced with? Why is there no compassion for men when it comes to their emotional state? Why is it that we don't think that all of this may have an effect on their mental state can you see the insanity this may cause a person the constant pressure to be this powerful strong manly individual all the constant judgment and disappointment they're trying to avoid can you see how living up to these standards can be more harmful than helpful why is it okay for little girls to cry but not little boys why is it that we are taught to express our emotions in a gender acceptable way 
We seem to have developed a mindset of believing that men are supposed to keep their emotions bottled up and on a tight leash, and women are supposed to be overly emotional and unstable, and anything other than that is unacceptable and inappropriate. This mindset doesn't surprise me, as it's connected with all the other gender roles we still hold on to, but it's setting our youth up to become disconnected from themselves and the world. Let's not forget about the men that currently struggle in their personal relationships because they really don't know how to express themselves. It's almost as if they feel inferior to their feelings and if they give into how they feel, their title will be stripped. I'm sure they judge themselves just as much as other people do and I can only imagine the inner conflict that goes on within. How did we get here and how the hell do we change this? I guess my next question would be, how sensitive or emotional should a man actually be? Is there a percentage or some way to measure this? What exactly is too much? And does this vary for everyone? Is a man only supposed to cry for specific reasons? And if so, who approves of these reasons? Is a man crying subjective to each individual dealing with said man? Is it up to society how much a man should cry or up to the man himself does he really have the choice to make this decision or is he just going by what he was told since what he was told is all that he knows and has now become a deep-rooted belief there's so many unanswered questions and so many different viewpoints that I don't think one answer would even begin to suffice or be the right answer for everyone I'm all for a man being able to freely express himself. Matter of fact, I find it attractive for a man to be in touch with his feelings. I prefer him to be 100% comfortable with telling me how he feels and crying in front of me. Of course, I'm all for a man being strong and resilient as well. Balance is key. But for me, being vulnerable is a part of being strong. I've never criticized a man for crying, nor have I ever judged one. If anything, it piques my interest on knowing why he's crying and if he's okay. Do I feel like a man should cry over every little thing? No. However, I don't feel like it's unacceptable for a man to cry or that it makes him weak. Men are the protectors of the world, and this world we live in can be pretty ugly to our men at times, so I do feel a man should be raised to be strong and resilient. Yes, it's needed for survival. The world will drag you down if you allow it to, but so will holding in your emotions as you become more prone to depression, anger, sadness, and diseases. Yes, unexpressed emotions eventually manifest into aches, pains, and disease, but that's a conversation for a different day. Men, it's okay for you to not always be the strong one. It's okay for you to feel your emotions and cry. It's okay for you to express yourself and to be vulnerable. Society... Instead of judging our men for having feelings, we should be making sure they are okay mentally and emotionally. They need us just as much as we need them. We should be their backbone when the world is tearing them down. We should be their peace when the the stress becomes overwhelming. We should be thankful for them opening up to us, letting us in, and trusting us with their emotions instead of shutting us out. Ladies, we should not be turned off or disgusted by our men crying, but instead embrace them with compassion and love. Parents, be mindful of how you react to your children crying. Be mindful of the messages you're sending to your sons. Be mindful of the man you're raising him to be and the effect it can have on him later on in life. 
If you cut off a valuable way for him to not only experience but express his pain, be prepared for the anger that may surface. No one should be expected to be strong every day of their life. Shit happens and life can be brutal at times. It's inhumane for one to be suffocated by their feelings when crying can so easily be their asthma pump. They deserve to experience emotional freedom as well. I can only hope that future generations are taught how to express themselves and that it's okay to do so. Tears serve a unique purpose, to heal, to cleanse, to ease pain. Your tears are your body's natural way of getting a morphine fix. So let it drip, baby. Let it drip. On that note, I'd like to leave you with one of my favorite quotes before I go. There is a sacredness in tears. They are not the mark of weakness, but of power. They speak more eloquently than 10,000 tongues. They are the messengers of overwhelming grief, of deep contrition, and of unspeakable love by Washington Irving. So that was what I wrote back in 2018. Now, some of the stuff I wrote I don't necessarily agree with anymore and it was the parts where I was basically saying or telling people you know the shoulds parts so you should do this and you shouldn't do that I've gotten to a place to where I'm just like do what the fuck is best for you and your life now I wholeheartedly agree with emotional freedom being a thing so do I still feel like men are allowed to cry of fucking course I encourage that I encourage everybody to cry but especially men to get that release out of them because I do not feel that they should have to hold it in because of society because of the bullshit as um, generational beliefs and patterns and traditions and behaviors that was passed down tears do not make you weak crying does not make you weak there is a strength behind that there is so much power behind tears there is so much purification behind allowing your tears to flow it is literally cleansing to the motherfucking soul and you definitely feel refreshed and rejuvenated after a good ass cry so i would love for the men in the world to be able to freely express themselves, to be able to freely get in touch with their emotions, understand how they are feeling, to acknowledge it and have that space held for them if they choose to release their emotions in the form of tears instead of acting it out in anger or some form of aggression or going to do something crazy as a form of release when they can literally just sit with themselves and tap into their emotions and figure out what they are feeling why they are feeling it and acknowledge it and honor it and understand that even as a man it is okay for them to feel it is okay for them to have these emotions it is okay for those tears to fall from their eyes without being judged without feeling like they are less of a man or or without feeling like they have to hold up to some fucking standard or expectation or some false macho man persona as I mentioned and what I typed earlier so yes I still stand strongly on that 
as far as a man crying. Now, there was a question I asked where it said something along the lines of, do I feel like a man should cry for every little thing? And the way I answered it was no. And that is one way my mind has shifted because who am I to say what a man should not or should cry over? And who am I to measure what that should be, right? And what the hell is every little thing anyway? Of course, I can have my opinions about it, my perspective of it. But honestly, when it comes down to it, I feel like if you are feeling something and you want to release it through your tears, fucking go for it. I'm not here to judge you, okay? Now, I do feel like... Um, how do I word this? Okay, so I do feel like there should be what people consider emotional intelligence and, you know, even dabbling into emotional maturity. And so I would love for that to also be um, a part of the equation, right? Because a lot of times people allow for their emotions to run them. So I would love for a man to be able to be tapped into his emotions from that place of intelligence, from that place of emotional maturity from that place of honoring how he feels from that place of even tapping tapping damn tapping into <laughs> his divine um feminine energies because you know we have both inside of us right and being able to tap into your emotions and resonate with them you know that's part of that feminine energy that resides within you right now, am I saying that, oh, a man should be a quote-unquote crybaby? No, I'm not. But I'm saying he has feelings just like I do. And if one day his shit is just fucking been building up and he chooses to release through his tears, please believe that I'm going to be there to console him and hold him in my arms and wipe away his tears, right? And I feel like that space should be left open at least from my perspective like I would want my man to know like hey you can always come to me and you don't even have to say anything if you just need to be in my presence in that moment as your tears flow I am here for you and whatever kind of relationship you know I may get in in the future partnership whatever you want to label it as I'm going to make sure that it's known Because it's important that that man feels like he can go to the woman that he is with and be fucking naked, right, without being judged. And when I say naked, I'm not talking about his meat suit. I'm talking about he could be real with you. He could be honest. He could be open. He could be raw. He could express his feelings and not be judged by you and not looked at sideways by you and not be called a bitch or a pussy or be told to man up or be looked at like oh that's what you crying over a man ain't supposed to cry you know and not get hit with that stupid ass shit right and I mentioned how you know men are ridiculed for crying and so they become cold and detached from their emotions. But yet when they go get in relationships, now the woman is looking at him like, yo, 
you're not even tapped in or tuned into your emotions and so I can imagine that being like an inner conflict or a battle with them because it's like he's so used to not being in touch with his emotions and now he got his girl nagging in his ear like you you're not on the emotional connection with me and so I was like what the fuck right and so it's kind of like going through the whole unlearning process of shedding what you were taught you know or brought up to do and be right and so it becomes interesting that that tug of war inside and you know what I'm gonna have a part two to this I'm going to um see about getting some guest speakers I need to hear from the men definitely there's going to be a part two to this down the line and I want y'all to hear the perspective from the men point of view right I really yeah I'm gonna do that that masculine energy needs to be heard and felt and I just want to hear the experiences like what did they experience growing up where they told not to cry and what was it like and then where did the shift come into play when did they start embracing their emotions and to this day are they okay with crying because I really really want to know so definitely I'm gonna reach out to some of these dope divine beings that I know um and ask them to be guest speakers so they can you know chime in to this topic because I do feel like It is important, and it definitely starts when they are younger, you know. Whenever I decide to have children, I'm going to make sure that my boys know that they can cry if they need to. You know, I will never tell my child not to cry or, you know, boys don't cry. I, I will not drill that into them at all, you know. I won't. I want there to be a healthy expression of emotion so they're not walking around with a whole bunch of built up stagnant ass energy in their body um, and expressing it through anger, acting out, you know, finding other ways to deal or to cope and turning to shit that is unhealthy or potentially could lead to their death or lead them in places they don't need to be right so I definitely want that healthy outlet to be there even if it's not done through crying I just want it to be like a healthy outlet of yo it's okay for you to get your emotions out it's okay for you to feel okay regardless of what society is telling you and this house you can feel your emotions and you can express them right and just being able to speak up for themselves and put it out there you know there's nothing wrong with a man being strong but when do they ever just get the chance to be them if they are groomed to be strong all the fucking time right it's like we groom them to be full of how do I put this they're constantly wearing a costume almost in a sense if you think about it right and it's like okay well as a man you gotta be this and you gotta do this and you gotta act like this and the same goes for women too but right here right now in this moment I'm talking about the men and so they're layered in all this clothing of what a man is supposed to be and what a man is supposed to look like and how they're supposed to act and talk and all this stuff and it's like what if what they are groomed to be doesn't even align with who they are and so now this man and even as a little child is pressured 
to to live up to these standards and (laughs) it just becomes a heavy weight to bear I feel in my mind right and that's for anyone who has ever had to live up to a standard or some kind of image that somebody has placed over you you know what the fuck I'm talking about that shit can be a huge burden and I'm speaking to everybody at this point so it's like if man and children are taught differently a lot of this shit can be avoided as they grow up right the men won't be so detached and it won't be something they have to heal from and they will be able to freely express themselves emotional freedom is important and coming from somebody who held all their shit in as a child I was a ticking time bomb I was the one that felt like I couldn't freely express myself and I was kind of fearful to do it out of you know well what is this person going to think if I speak out of fear of rejection or judgment or just some kind of whatever it used to cause me to bite my tongue all the time and this was in everyday life I'm not talking about oh well it wasn't safe at home I'm talking about out there in the real world when I was at school with my friends wherever I always bit my tongue I didn't want confrontation right so I avoided it for a very long time held everything in it was safe that way so I thought not realizing that I was internally killing myself with all that built up ass energy stuck ass energy right and so it took a while for me to get in touch with my voice and to speak and to even begin to process my emotions because most of the time I didn't want to deal with them (laughs) and so they would sit there and build up right and so in my mind I just really wonder you know what it's like from the man's perspective and I'm just curious like how many times in your life have you cried and do you judge yourself for crying these are like legitimate questions I have for the men out there so if you are a man or if you identify as a man and you're listening to this reach out if you choose to and help me understand from your perspective through your lenses right and I will list all the ways you can reach out to me towards the end but I am genuinely curious right now and for those of you that are listening that are women you know I'm curious too so if y'all ask your partners that y'all are with maybe or even your brothers uncles fathers whoever what it was like growing up what it's like for them now how many times have they cried can they count it on their hands like I just I'm curious and as a woman what are your thoughts on this topic when it comes to men crying do you feel it makes them weak would you love for your man to be open and be in touch with his emotions and be able to come to you how would you feel if your man came to you crying are you going to welcome him in with open arms or are you going to shoot him down tell him to man up brush that shit off are you going to judge him for the reasons behind why he's crying or are you just going to sit there and simply hold that space and listen to him right i'm curious and there's no judgment you know you feel what you feel you think what you think your perspective is your perspective it is what it is i'm just i love 
to dive deep into people's thoughts. You know, I love the the psychology behind it all, right? I love the way the human psyche works, and I love to explore it from different angles, different perspectives, and different peoples. We all come from all different kinds of walks of life, and so, of course, everybody's going to look at it differently, right? And so, I'm just, I'm really curious about it, you know? I am. And... I do find it funny when it comes to emotions that men are kind of taught to be, you know, so stern and hard and cold and rah, 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 right? And then women, (laughs) when they express their emotions, oh, y'all are too emotional. You are too sensitive. Get out your feelings. You always in your feelings. Shit like that. Or damn, is it the time of the month? You mad emotional right now like <laughs> it's it's like no in between it's crazy like the the spectrums right and it's just really mind blowing to me when it comes to the field of emotion and how society has basically set up both ends of the spectrum for failure right because then you have you're being told as a man or as a boy not to cry crying is for punks don't be a pussy don't be a bitch man up this that and a third right and so you become this fucking hardened uh person right and you might not be hardened but you know you, you have that idea inside oh man i can't cry i gotta be a man right and then you have the the women on the other hand getting blasted with stop being so fucking emotional right and now it's like, okay, so y'all just want everybody in the world to be fucking numb and be crazy and be acting out of pure built up emotion, which is probably going to be anger for suppressing all that shit. And so now you got a bunch of angry people running around. You got a bunch of people who are dealing with depression. You got a bunch of people who are dealing with mental health issues. You got a bunch of people that don't know how to speak up for themselves, right? And it's like, <laughs> where where does it end, right? And so I feel like this topic is very important because it definitely needs to be implemented at home. That's where it begins. And even if it's not at home, right, then maybe in the schools or somewhere along in the family. Like, it just needs to be a safe space for children to to be able to express themselves so that when they grow up they are not these raging adults who are dealing with emotional immaturity and are just fucking angry at the world for whatever the reason may be and they can healthily express themselves and be able to communicate clearly effectively right and don't look at people who do communicate or who do express themselves as something being wrong with them, right? Because if you are the type of person that has been holding in all your shit, that don't communicate, um, you know, that isn't really verbally expressive, and you get with a partner that is, there's going to be a clash there on both ends, right? That you, you are both going to be unfulfilled in some way, shape, or form. And 
that is like the biggest issues when it comes to relationships basically or and it doesn't have to be just romantic um it could be platonic too any connection communication is key comprehension is key being able to effectively communicate is key right and it's like if you're dealing with somebody that doesn't know how to really communicate what they're feeling and then you have somebody that does you know both both parties are going to feel some kind of way at some point right there's going to be some some friction that develops there and so having an outlet you know or having these ways taught in an earlier childhood years i just feel would be very very beneficial but let me get back to the topic at hand with uh talking about men and if crying makes them weak or is society full of shit. And y'all already know my stance because I done said it, you know. I really truly believe society is full of shit, of course. <laughs> you know what I wonder? What the world would be like if this was never programmed into our minds as a collective. If boys were never told this. If, you know... That freedom of expression was just there. And everyone was taught healthy ways to communicate. Or to express themselves and that crying was truly okay. And it didn't make a man any less of a man for shedding a tear. Like, I wonder these things. Like, what would the world look like in that instance? Like, have y'all ever thought about that? Have y'all ever thought about this topic, period? You know, these are just some things that be crossing my mind. Um... So, let's get into the actual questions. Now, I stated here on my blog that I actually asked 21 questions, but I only posted some of them. So, I'll have to go find the actual paper I did. I have no idea where I saved it. This is like four years old. So, I won't get through all 21 questions. But remember, I said there's going to be a part two to this. So, when I come across them, you will heal the rest. But for now, I'm going to read what I have here on my blog. And I'm going to read um, the answers. So, the first question is, what are your thoughts on a man crying? So, this response is from a man. It says, what may be most telling is the fact that I actually do not think about this topic much at all. But I will say that men are surely socialized in our culture to express themselves in much more aggressive behaviors than crying. While I personally feel that this is not necessarily the healthiest and certainly not the most appropriate behavior in many cases, one can also argue the same is equally true for crying. Hmm. So I get that. I get that, you know, is crying seen as healthy? In my eyes, is crying the most appropriate behavior? I mean, I feel like that's subjective. Who is to say what is the most appropriate behavior (laughs) for someone else's life or for someone else's situations, right? Because then you kind of step into the place of invalidating someone's feelings. Right, and 
uh, I, I don't know how I, you know, I get what this person said, but when it comes to do I feel like it's most appropriate, I would just say it's situational. I'm, I'm going to leave it that way. Now, don't get me wrong, right? <laughs> when it comes down to me thinking about, you know, people crying, do I feel like there can be a point to where it is obsessive? Yes. Because you do want to get to a point to where a person can communicate outside of crying and actually be able to effectively use their words. But like I said, I also see crying as a relief and a relief and a release. And so I do feel like it's it's subjective, you know, and that's just what it is. I'm not going to place it in a box. So the next response is also from another man. And it says, depending on the reason he's crying, it is okay. Society has made it seem like a man isn't supposed to cry, yet we all cope in different ways. Sometimes crying makes you feel refreshed, a feeling of being whole and rejuvenated. Men have as much feelings as women. We're just as emotional. We just hide it better most times. Okay. And so going into the third response, this is also from another man. I don't think there's anything wrong with a man crying when it's something that really affects him. I don't think a man should be crying all the time, though, about nothing. (laughs) Okay. And so now the next um, response comes from a woman. And she says, I do not feel men crying is unacceptable. I feel as though they should be able to express their emotions like normal humans do. To cry is an emotional release. They need those too. And it should be okay. It shouldn't be deemed weak or unmanly. Okay. So going into the next response, also from another woman. I feel it's acceptable in certain situations. Everyone is human, male or female, and is allowed to show emotion. Okay. And so this is a third response and it is from a woman as well. I think men have always been told crying is a sign of weakness, when in all actuality, it is a sign of strength. People need to remove that stigma and let men express themselves. Then when a man doesn't know how to express his feelings, they get mad about that too. We have to stop making men think that crying and expressing emotions emasculates them. I welcome men to shed a tear or open up to me any way they feel comfortable. Of course, nobody wants a crybaby man or woman, but if that man is hurt, let him deal with it the best way they know how to. Sometimes men don't have the words to express how they feel to others, and when they try to be vulnerable, they receive cliche responses like, just be strong or it'll all work out, and my all-time favorite, just give it to God. (laughs) And all of these may be true, but it doesn't take from the fact that it still hurts now. It's okay to have a moment. I'd only be concerned with it if it became a characteristic or elongated time of him dealing with sadness. But even then, I just direct him to the therapy because it really helps a lot, especially if you do the work. Back to the subject. It is definitely okay for men to cry when they are hurt, sad, or even happy. Yeah, she touched on some of the stuff that I said as well, so... Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to, you know, to have different opinions. And so this next response is also from another woman. I have absolutely no problem with the man crying. 
Everyone goes through hardships, obstacles, tragedy, emotions, etc. So who am I to tell a man he can't cry and express his feelings? Just because he was born with a penis, at the end of the day, he's human and everyone has feelings. That is true. And so now we're going to go into the next question. And this is going to be from a woman's point of view. So it says, does a man being emotional bother you? And so she goes, I have to admit, though, being overly emotional does bother me. For instance, my ex-husband, I was his first love and first real relationship. Because of him being inexperienced in relationships, he doesn't understand the concept of picking your battles and not having to bitch and moan over everything. Then when I'd start ignoring him or I'd cut him with my tongue, he wanted to get in his feelings and it used to irritate the hell out of me. (laughs) So when she says overly emotional, that's something that I really want to dive into. What is overly emotional? And that was what I was saying in the beginning. How is that measured? You know, what does that look like? Overly emotional. Hmm. Just something to think about. Okay, so going into the next response. And remember, these are all from women. No, an emotional man does not bother me. It only bothers me when he's too emotional. For instance, if he's crying over every single little thing like a bitch. Laugh out loud. (laughs) See, we get back into the too emotional thing again. And then she even threw in that bitch word like I was saying earlier. So it gets interesting. Going into the next response. No, seeing a man's emotional side doesn't bother me because I like to see that emotional side of a man. It shows how they are, what they're feeling, and you can learn a lot from their energy and things they do not say. Yes, he can cry. I've seen a few cry heartfelt tears. Okay, moving on to the next. Yes, a man being overly emotional bothers me because I am a strong person and not very emotional myself if he's always emotional and crying about something then what the fuck do I need him for who's there to support me it becomes draining after a while and so here you go with another person or woman speaking on being overly emotional that word keeps popping up and she also said Uh, She mentioned about how she was not a very emotional person. And so this is what I was talking about. When you have two people on opposite ends of the spectrum, it becomes a uh, bit of a friction there. It can. It can. It doesn't have to be, but it can be. Right? And she said it becomes draining after a while. So it just all depends on the people. Um, The next woman kept it simple and she said, I don't really want an emotional man. And then the last response before we go to the next question, I love to see a man cry as long as he's not being overly (laughs) sensitive or overly emotional. There go that word again, y'all. I think it shows strength and shows that he's not afraid to be emotional. It's a turn on for me. If I had a son, I would allow my son to show his emotions. Yes, I think men, not all, who was taught not to cry when they were younger, have a harder time 
expressed in their emotions, but that also depends on how their upbringing was. Meaning, did their parents show any type of emotion towards them as a child? I believe that men should be comfortable in showing their emotions. I believe that too. I believe men should be comfortable in showing their emotions. That's a fact. Okay, so the next question goes into, do you feel like men aren't supposed to cry? Now, this is from the men's point of view, okay? I think that it would be completely unreasonable and oppressive to expect any human being not to engage in behaviors that are quintessential to the human experience, such as crying. Taking it further, I think this form of socialization is at the core of many men's psychological and emotional distress because it is seemed to be accompanied by the assumption that men will just somehow be okay. Even when an individual may truly benefit from feeling free to fully express their feelings with others, as well as opportunities to practice how to do so in a way that is appropriate and will elicit the particular support they need. Wow, that was a mouthful. Man. He mentioned about how society has the assumption that a man would just somehow be okay. And you know what? That's true. And it may not be true, 100% truth for everyone. But there is kind of that, you know, assumption that Oh, he's a he. He's a man. He'll be all right, right? And it it makes you think. Well, what is the state of this man's mental health? If they're automatically just seem like, oh, they're all right. They'll be good. You know, he's a strong man. He gonna be good, right? That assumption can really create issues because now does a man even feel comfortable coming forth and saying, you know what? I'm fucking struggling. My mental health is not okay. I am depressed. I got a lot of shit going on. And I don't know how to process this. I need help. I need to go to therapy. Or I just simply need somebody to talk to. Like, is a man even okay admitting that? Or is he sitting there trying to process and deal with all this shit on his own? Because there was no space provided for him to feel okay reaching out without feeling like his boys is going to judge him or without feeling like his family is going to judge him or his girl is going to judge him or his wife or whatever the title may be, right? And I think it also comes down to uh, that man, you know, getting to a healed place within himself to basically be like, yo, fuck what anybody else has to say. Fuck this shit that society has programmed into us. I'm going to fucking cry if I need to. I'm going to ask for help if I need to, you know. And they release in the way that is best for them. And so, you know, there's a little bit of a question mark there, though. You know, if that man really is struggling, how do they get to that that healed version of them? You know, because somewhere along the line, they may truly need to ask for help. And that is okay. We all need help at some point of our lives. And it is okay to ask for help. And this is something that I had to have acceptance for for myself because I'm one of those people I really don't like asking for help I will suffer in silence okay I really don't like asking for help and I've had to learn this on my journey that it's okay it's not a bad thing to ask for help right stop worrying about what people are going to say if you ask for help we all need help at some point like I said 
And so being that I was one of these people, it seemed like this is something that I needed to basically understand and, and have some sort of growth and elevation in, right? And let go of the shame, the fear, the rejection, the guilt, whatever emotion was put there. And so it seems like I was running into situations where I would be forced to have to ask for motherfucking help. There was no way around it. I needed help. And I would have to literally be okay with it. And it used to make me cringe and I used to be filled with anxiety like, oh God, I don't want to ask for help, right? Worried about if the person I was going to ask for help was going to judge me in some way, shape, or form, or if I was going to have to hear some lecture or hear some bullshit come out their mouth or uh, deal with the side eyes or whatever the case may be. Because people are judgmental as fuck. So even to this day, there's still a part of me, if I'm going to be honest, that still doesn't like asking for help. But I've gotten better at it, right? And it's not so much that I worry about what people's going to say anymore. But I'm still working on clearing out the part of me that feels some sort of... um, I don't know if it's shame. I'm not really quite sure what the emotion is yet. But it's something there that kind of stops me from asking for help. It's just like, no, I can do this on my own. Disappointment. Disappointment. That is what I just heard in my head for myself, right? Because it's when you ask for help, and it could be different ways this can go. So say I ask somebody for help, and they say they're going to do something, and they don't do it. And now I was looking forward to or expecting, you know, got that word expectation, looking forward to them or expecting them to do it, and they didn't. And so now it's like, okay, you're constantly let down. You're constantly disappointed to where it becomes the point of, you know what, fuck it. I don't need anybody's help. I can do this on my own. I'm not going to ask for help because asking for help has only led me to disappointments in the past. And I don't want to be disappointed anymore, so I'm not going to ask for help. I'm just going to do it my fucking self. That could be detrimental to your life. But I'm saying that, you know, is one of the thought processes that I've had one of the emotions that I've dealt with when it comes to asking for help like oh I'm okay disappointed disappointment after disappointment I don't want to be disappointed again by reaching out and asking somebody for help right and so the growth process that comes with that is understanding that they're either going to tell you yes or they're going to tell you no and it is what it is and that's it don't take it personal because nobody is obligated to do anything for you and if somebody does say they're going to do something and they happen to change their mind don't take that shit personal either right it's kind of like the ebb and flow of life okay cool you don't want to do it no more fine and now it's up to you of if you let that shit ruin your day your month your year your life or you move on and try to find the next person to help you or see if you actually can do it by yourself right And sometimes we don't realize that these things happen as a form of protection. Maybe that person wasn't truly meant to help you. Or maybe if they did help you, uh, shit would have went wrong. Because they weren't supposed to have their hand in what you were doing. Understand? So, it just depends. Um, I kind of went on a tangent with that. But that was a really deep response. I loved it. I love what was written. So... Back to the question. So let me just refresh the question because I I know I kind of rambled a little bit. But it says, do you feel like men aren't supposed to cry? And this is from the men's point of view. So the next response is pretty short and sweet and to the point. And it says, for the right reasons, yes. But then that gets back into what are the right reasons, right? (laughs) And I know y'all probably like, oh, you're doing the most. You're being extra. 
I may be playing devil's advocate, as they call it right here in this moment, but I'm serious. I'm curious. What are the right reasons? Because those right reasons are going to be different for everybody. What is your right reason? Maybe the next person's wrong reason. So it's going to be different, you know, that perspective there. So the next man says, a man crying is rare, but not unexpected. Men are human too. No one is immune to emotions. A man crying is rare. I have to agree with that. In some in some ways. I can't even say that I've seen many men cry or even like experience that. You know. I, I have I have experienced a few in my life, you know, shed like real shed like real tears. But it's not something that you see often at all. So going into the next response. I feel men are supposed to cry. We're humans above all else. Showing emotion doesn't make you any less of a man. On the contrary, it makes you more of a man. Yes, I love this response. Fucking love it. You know why? Because he said it makes you more of a man. And honestly, when you can tap into that side, like I was talking about earlier, this your emotional side when you can tap into that i do feel like it merges together your masculine and your feminine right because you're no longer suppressing that side of you and so it's that aspect of wholeness there it's that aspect of embracing all of you and being able to freely express yourself without being held back in constraints or setting those limitations for yourself so i love that i love it Okay, going into the next response. A man crying shows you he has a sensitive side, compassion, and humility. There's nothing wrong for a man to show those sides of himself. Can't be a hard rock all the time. Fucking facts. Honestly, I would prefer my man to uh, be in touch with his divine feminine and masculine energies within him i'm gonna need my man to be able to express himself that's just my preference of where i am at this point in my life and the healed version of myself i need someone to be able to communicate with me to be able to be open and fully express with me that that's that's just what i need right and so it's no judgment for a man who is not there yet it just means that you're not for me right and if it's meant for me to assist you in in helping to guide you open up, then cool. But if it's at a place to where you're just completely closed off to it and you have that hardcore belief that a man isn't supposed to cry or makes you any less of a man or makes you a punk, a bitch, a pussy, whatever, I can't I can't have you in my life to play that role as my man. Maybe a friend, but as my man, no, because my man needs to be on that level of elevation where I am so that he knows that that space is open if he chooses to come to me in the moment he feels like crying and want to be consoled by me he needs to know that that's okay and that he's cool with it and he gives no fucks about what society or the next man or anybody has to say about him being open to release and he knows that I'm not going to fucking judge him so yeah I don't believe anybody should be a hard rock all the time it's not healthy it's not fucking healthy all right so going into the next response 
I feel it's acceptable for a man to cry whenever he feels the need to. No shame in showing emotion. Facts. No shame. Release the shame. Release the guilt. I fucking agree. Okay. So we're going to go into the next question. This is also from the men's point of view. I tried to mix it up, but I really, really wanted to hear from the men. So this question says, do you feel like crying makes a man weak? Or that crying is considered a weakness. And so the first man said, honestly, yeah, I feel, I feel a little weak when crying. And it just makes you think, because I'm like, damn, you know, oh, why you got to feel weak when you cry? But I get it, because I was instilled into, into him, right? Somewhere along the line, somebody put that thought, that belief into him, and he adapted it as his own, Right? And it's just like, oh, you know, let me, let me go on to the next response. <laughs> okay, so the next man says, a man crying doesn't show weakness. Real men cry. It shows a sense of compassion, as I mentioned before. Real men cry, but not so very often. It always has to be a reason. Hmm. Okay. So... I get what you're saying. You know, there's supposed to be a reason as to as to why you cry, you know. Or for a man, a man has to have a legitimate reason as to why he cry. I guess that's what he's saying. I get it. So going to the next response. No, crying doesn't make a man weak. Crying itself isn't considered a weakness. It's more about the whys than anything else. If you're crying because you lost your brother... That's more acceptable than crying because a girl left you. Knowing that there are many women out there. <laughs> Only a weak person would perceive a man crying to him being weak. Mmm. Yo, I forgot that these responses were hitting like this. But I love that. I love it. Right? Because he touched on... You know, only a weak person would perceive a man crying to him being weak. And it makes you think. So the people who judge men for crying as being weak, do they have that same thought within themselves, about themselves, right? Because they say the way in which you judge others is what you have within yourself, whether you... Um, it's something you desire to have or something that you're lacking or something that you don't like within yourself. Or maybe it's something that's suppressed deep within you that you were told not to do. So maybe someone told you that it was weak for you to cry. And now you have that same judgment on others. And now being that you don't allow yourself to cry because you have that judgment of being weak and you see yourself as a weak person every time you cry, you're automatically going to associate that to other people or other men. Like, yo, it's weak for you to cry. Right. And then you have to ask yourself, well, where did that come from? Who told you that? Who told you it made you weak as a man to cry? Or who told you as a woman that it was weak for a man to cry? Right. So it just goes back to where do where do these things stem from? And then he also goes back into the whys. Right. And this is what I touched on, too, about the reasons. So what reasons are acceptable and what are unacceptable? And so from his perspective, it was, okay, cool, yes, you know, cry because your brother may have transitioned, right? But don't be out here crying over no damn woman because there's other fish in the seas, basically what he said. 
<laughs> so like I said, the ri- the whys are going to be different for everyone, right? That reasoning behind it is going to be different for everyone. So going into the next response, not only do I reject the idea that crying makes a man weak, but I will argue that it requires some measure of strength for any person to be vulnerable enough to express their true feelings, especially when it comes to things that they may not be proud of or things that they were not willing to share with others initially. I agree. It does take a form of strength to to be open, right? Especially in the midst of the world that we live in, right? When you can just be like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck what anybody got to say. And I'm going to express what I feel. I'm going to walk in my truth. I'm going to stand in my power. I'm going to be authentic and raw as fuck. And I'm just going to simply be me. And if you don't fucking like it, I don't care. If you don't like the tears that are falling from my eyes right now, I don't give two fucks because this is my life. And these are my emotions. I'm not going to hide them. I'm not going to shun them. I'm not going to shame myself because it bothers you. Fuck out of (laughs) here. That kind of energy when it comes to your your feelings, right? So I do believe that it takes um, some form of strength to, to be that open and honest and that authentic, you know, that realness, that rawness, that nakedness. Yes. <laughs> okay. So going into the next response, no, crying is not a weakness. It shows that you are human. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next person goes into saying, depends on what he's crying for. So that goes back to the reasoning behind it. All right. And so that seems to be all of the questions that I provided during this one. Now I'm curious as fuck because I think I only asked, let me see, one, uh, two, and three. I asked like three questions out of the 21. So I definitely have to go back. And find this somewhere because I know I saved it somewhere. I just got to figure out where where it saved that and pull it up and see what the other 21 questions were as as well as the responses because this just gave me life. We need to have we need to have a discussion. I need to listen. I'm going to have to definitely bring some men on here to discuss this with me and get these questions together so I can ask them as well because three out of the 21 those answers were dope just to hear the mixed responses and I'm just like ooh, what's the rest of the juice I don't even remember what else I asked um you know the participants of this survey you know what I may do it again hmm I'm gonna see I'm gonna see how this goes but yes that was the end of the questions and that was the end of everything I wrote so man that was beautiful so if you you know were listening this whole time I'm really curious like man I just want to know what y'all thoughts are and what y'all experiences have been like and did you agree with what was said um what was your thoughts hearing you know it from the men's perspective as well right and even listening to what I read about what some of the women had to say what are your thoughts and where do you stand on this you know and even if you don't answer it to me, like, just within yourself as you sit here or as you lay there and ask yourself these questions, where do you stand? And where do these thoughts and beliefs come from? 
if no one ever told you that it was weak or wrong or bad for a man to cry or for anybody to cry or show emotion or be able to express themselves, would you truly believe that? You would know no such thing, right? It wouldn't exist in your reality. And so now that you were told that, and now that it is a belief, right, that you hold on to that is still deep within you, and now that it it, it is, you know, something that I am bringing to your awareness, does it resonate with you? Do you still feel this way? Is it truly your core belief? Are you still willing to hold on to it? And why? Why? If you shed yourself from this belief, what is it that you truly feel about crying or about a person expressing their emotion, emotions, especially a man? And why? And even when you answer that question, where is that answer coming from, right? Because most of the times, the way that we respond are still these deep beliefs that are within us and we're responding from that point of view. We're responding from what other people in society has instilled into us. And so it's not even our own true thought. It's not. And so when you get down to the nitty gritty of it all, right, can you truly answer this question from a place of it being your pure thoughts with no influence from society or your moms, your father, anybody in your family, whoever raised you, your peers, you know, your homies. Can you truly answer this question without any of that taintedness? Hmm? Can you? Can you truly strip yourself naked right here, right now, in this moment, and think about this question without it being attached to the thoughts, the opinions, the ridicule, the criticism, criticisms, the judgment, the beliefs of others that has influenced you all your life? Can you? And when you answer this question, I really want you to, to break it down if you choose to do so and see where it stems from within you. Because there's so much shit that we hold on to that, like I said, it's not even our own original thoughts. <laughs> we just adopt it and make it as our own. And it's like we never stop to question if this is even beneficial is this serving me? Is this truly how I feel? Or am I kind of on zombie mode or as a robot and just regurgitating what I was told? Hmm? Just something to think about. I'm going to leave y'all with that. I'm going to leave y'all to marinate in that. <laughs> so, as always, my beautiful naked truthers. I appreciate you for listening, for tuning in, for vibing with me. I appreciate you. I look forward to the responses that I may receive. Speaking of that, the ways in which you can reach out to me. Taste my naked truths at gmail.com. You can go to my IG. I taste my naked truths. There's three underscores in that. One after the taste, one after the my, and one after the word naked. 
you can leave me a voice message either through anchor or if you're on a different platform then what you can do is under the description of the episode itself you'll see the hyperlink to click to leave me a message and it will direct you to anchor so that you're able to voice yourself and guys if you do leave a voice message i'm going to incorporate it into the part two of this because this definitely needs a part two. Oh my god so as i look down at the phone i've been recording for one hour 11 minutes and 11 seconds that was fucking dope <laughs> the ones were real in that moment okay so those are some of the ways that you can contact me to give me a response if you like i definitely want my listeners to chime in because this is an interesting subject right and i do have a question right before i go for those that are raising sons what has been your process with this have you you know taught your son not to cry or to be a big boy or to stop crying or are you teaching him to be able to health to express his emotions or his feelings his tears in a healthy way and to be able to communicate and it's okay if he cries and not make him feel shame or guilt uh, for it or make him feel like he's not a big boy because he's crying I'm just curious no judgment I really want to know because oftentimes the, the parenting styles get passed on and sometimes you don't realize you are being exactly like your mother or being exactly like your father or your grandma sometimes it's unconscious and you're doing it and you're raising them in the same toxic ways that you were raised in so I'm just curious you know no judgment on anyone's parenting styles do what's best for you and your family and your child but for those of you that have sons and are willing to answer this question has this come up you know how do you deal when your son cries and um, what are you teaching them and even for those of you that have daughters and you know are you teaching them that they're too emotional how how does that conversation go because like I said that seems to be the other end of the spectrum that women are too emotional so I'm just curious throwing these thoughts out here you know I like to 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 get y'all thinking so yeah that is the end of this beautiful as episode I am going to um begin working on my blog again so I would love to have it up and running before this year is out so I'm putting that out there in the atmosphere if you're listening to this remember in March (laughs) Cosmic Waters said she was going to work on her blog again she's getting that laptop and she's going to um breathe life back into her blog because it definitely needs it that gave me life and I wrote it (laughs) so (laughs) yes I'm definitely going to put that out there and and get that back up and running I miss writing like that was dope okay so like I was saying much gratitude much love for everyone that listens and has been listening to me I appreciate the support. Tell a friend. Share it with somebody. (laughs) I'm trying to see how far in the world I can be listened to. How many countries I can reach. How many states I can reach. How many people I can reach. I'm here for it. And it's not about the numbers. But the analytics just... 
I don't know. They low-key turned me on. That sounds crazy, right? But for real, y'all. I've been like, oh my god. They listen to me over there on the other side of the world. It just, it's just a really dope feeling. Right? So, okay, let me stop because I'm rambling. But <laughs> I love y'all. And, um, okay, I have to say one more thing before I go. So earlier, someone reached out to me. And she was saying to me how my podcast was the only podcast that she listened to and she went on to say how she had bought her equipment to start a podcast back in 2020 but she never did it because she didn't feel that spark that inspiration that motivation and so she just put everything up on a shelf and left it there to collect dust and she said when she seen my post on Facebook and you know started listening to my podcast it gave her the inspiration that she needed to move forward and so she's gonna begin launching her podcast and she's recording episodes as we speak she pulled her equipment off the shelf and I'm like yes that's so fucking dope like y'all here I was not wanting to do it because I didn't have the equipment and so it's interesting to see the opposite side it's interesting to see the the other end you know what I mean as someone who had the equipment but didn't do it because of other reasons and I didn't have the equipment and I still don't have the equipment I'm recording through my phone I don't have a microphone I don't have a laptop but I'm recording through my phone (laughs) and so I still don't have the equipment but yet I jumped on it anyway and I did it right and it's like, man, it was so beautiful to receive that. Like, I woke up to that beautiful ass message and I love it because it was like, I never thought that me just being who I am and walking in my truth and, and stepping in my power and, and doing what I always wanted to do would be such an influence and an inspiration to others. It has literally been a fucking domino effect and I love it. I've had several people reach out to me telling me how I've inspired them to, to start a podcast or inspired them to do something that they always wanted to do but have been putting off for years. Because like I told y'all, I've been wanting to do this since 2018 and I'm just now doing it in 2022. So I put it to the side for years for all the excuses and my self-sabotage ways, you know. And it's like to just be able to step into this now and then see all the people that I'm inspiring. Oh man, it's so fucking beautiful. People are doing shit, like I said, that they've been wanting to do that they have put off. And I find so much power and deliciousness in that it's so beautiful. And... Even with me creating my journals, because that is something that I do. I don't talk about it that much on here, but I have a gratitude workbook. I have two. They're the same They're the same workbook, but one says grateful as fuck on the cover. The other one says forever grateful. One is a sunflower-based book, and the other one has the sacred om symbol on it, right? And then I have um, other journals that are just line page journals. They're not a workbook. And one of them says, unapologetically me on the front cover. And the other one says, she's naturally dope as fuck. (laughs) Or it says naturally dope as fuck. It doesn't have the word she on it. And those are the journals I have created, you know, so far along with my workbooks. And I'm going to continue to create more. I have so many ideas. And I'm going to create my coloring books and all of that and I'm going to begin creating journals for men too because I haven't created one for the men yet all of my journals so far have been uh, more so on the feminine side but men I I didn't forget about y'all I got y'all I've been um, 
conjuring up a master plan in my head of how I want this journal to look and how I can be of support to the men as well. Um, And you can find all of my journals and my workbooks on Amazon. On Amazon. Um, The easiest way, I would say, to, to find them is to either type in the full title because Amazon doesn't have me at the front of, you know, coming up as a top of the priority list right now. Um, so you would have to type in grateful as fuck. And it's not AF. It's literally the word as and the word fuck. <laughs> grateful as fuck. Uh, workbook, workbook journal, cosmic waters like that, or unapologetically me journal, cosmic waters. Like you would have to put all that in to come up, right? Um, unapologetically me, cosmic waters, naturally dope as fuck, cosmic waters. I think I said that twice, but um and then the other one like I said it's the other workbook is forever grateful and so we just put cosmic water that's the sunflower version I had somebody reach out to me about the profanity on the cover and they was wondering if I could create a workbook that didn't have the word fuck on it fuck is such a beautiful word but yes I'm open I'm open to that so I created one and it's this beautiful sunflower uh, workbook and I was just like oh I fucking love this I love sunflowers so that option is there and I have the option for hardcover or paperback right and I'm gonna look into doing spiral bound um, journals as well so yes okay that was a shameless plug at the end of this <laughs> well yes that is what I have going if you are interested in purchasing my journals my workbooks and you can't find them on Amazon reach out to me and I will send you the link or you can um, go to my link tree. It is in my IG, and I've also have it posted um, to the podcast platforms. You should see a website that is attached to these platforms, and if you click that, it's going to take you to my link tree, and my journals are listed there, and it'll take you straight to Amazon. For those of you that choose to support me, thank you, thank you, thank you. I fucking love you. And even those that may not be interested in those that I've created so far, I still love you too because you're listening to this right now. And even if you wasn't, I still love you. (laughs) So much love and gratitude to everyone. I'm about to upload this for y'all to dive into. And then I'm going to take my ass to sleep because it is 7.35 a.m. And I have been up all night. So much love as always remember life is as beautiful as you allow it to be perspective is key so choose wisely much love y'all peace